This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. To listen to the rest of our shows, please visit seekershub.fm. You can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called Compass, where we'll send the best of Seekers Hub's content straight to your inbox every single week. To get on the list, visit seekershub.org slash compass. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa'afdalu salati wa atamu taslim ala sayyidina wa nabina Muhammad. Dilqadr al-azim wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa atba'ihi ila yawm al-deen. Allahumma faqihna fi al-deen. Wa'alimna al-ta'wil. Wa'alhimna rushdana ya Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah, one of the beautiful sunnahs of our beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and a sunnah that is often neglected is that it was a regular practice of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when he woke up at night for his worship, for his night worship, he would recite the closing 10 verses of Surah Ali Imran. And this was a regular practice of the Prophet Wasallam. And there is a great wisdom in why he would regularly or frequently recite these closing verses because of what they contain of the meanings of faith. And it is a sunnah that we should strive to bring into our lives to recite these closing verses, which are from Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, beginning at verse 190 till the closing of the, of the chapter, which is verse 200. And these verses begin with a, an affirmation of faith, of Iman, and how it is nurtured. And they close with a divine declaration of how to be truly successful in this life. And these verses begin from verse 190 when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Truly, in the createdness of the heavens and the earth, and in the change of night and day, are numerous signs for those of insight, for those who would reflect, for those who would consider Truly, in the createdness of the heavens and the earth, and the alternation or the change that takes place in, in night and day, are numerous signs for those who would reason, consider, reflect, and seek to understand. Why? Because anything that is created requires a creator. And anything that is given to change is 
is created, right? whether it is actually changing or it can change. And everything around us in existence is either changing or it is possible for it to change. And all of it, thereby, is pointing us to the reality that it requires a creator, to the reality that it requires a creator. And it's related from Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas that he once, on, on one night when he spent the night with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he saw the Messenger of Allah وسلم, wake up and he went and he brushed his teeth وسلم, and then he made wudu and then he recited these verses, right? Inna fi khalqi samawati al-ard till the end of the surah, right? And then after that, he stood and prayed two rak'ahs, which he lengthened in both their, in their recitation and in their ruku' and in their sujood. And then he took a nap after praying sallallahu alayhi wasallam and then he prayed some more and the the recitation again was lengthy and ibn abbas describes it and then the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he headed out to the prayer, to the congregational prayer, he recited his that amazing dua of light, where he said, "Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allahumma jaal fi basari nura, wa fi sami nura. O Allah, place in my eyes light, and in my hearing light, and wa fi lisani nura, and upon my tongue light. Wajal khalfi nura, and place behind me light." وَأَمَامِي نُورًا And in front of me, light. وَجْعَلْ فَوْقِي نُورًا and, and, and a place above me, light. وَمِنْ تَحْتِي نُورًا And below me, light. اللهم أعطني نُورًا O Allah, grant me light. And this, there are many similar versions of this dua, some longer and some shorter, because this too was of the frequent practice of the Prophet And some of the ulama have commented that this, the, there's a connection between reciting the closing verses of Surah Al-Imran and this, ask, and this asking for light. Why? Because it is through reflection upon the reality of the createdness of this world of everything around us being of Allah's creating because it is all given to change and therefore it requires a creator there are numerous signs there's the signs of it requiring a creator there's the signs of its own incapacity of its own incapacity 
that something that cannot preserve its own existence, how could it be independent? Right? These are all dependent. And it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is sustaining it all. There are numerous points of reflection. And it is noteworthy that the beginning of the night worship of our beloved messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam would be reflection because reflection is the light of hearts and if hearts become bereft of reflection then they become bereft of light now practically someone could say well that's really nice but i struggle to get up for night worship so they say, well, if one of the things is, then this should encourage us that if we want to nurture our iman, <coughs> perform some night worship in your life. If you can't do it daily, although that's the, the general practice of the Prophet ﷺ, then do as much as you're able to. <coughs> Begin by striving for once a week. And if that's difficult, then once a month, make it an event. And make it consistent for a few months. Whether once a week, that Saturday night, you know, I won't stay out so late. I'll sleep a little early. There's no work on Sunday. I'm going to perform night worship. And then bring the sunnah into your life. Put a bookmark at verse 190. Recite it. Read the verses first, so you're better able to reflect, and recite this. And then afterwards, recite the dua of light. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. What if you still struggle? They say, you can also, because this, this dua, this recitation of the closing verses of Surah Ali Imran, is a sunnah of when the Prophet ﷺ got up from his sleep at night. So if you, if, and then, and he did it before he did his night worship. However, if you're not able to get up at night for night worship, for tahajjud, then recite it at fajr time. Recite it at fajr time. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O Allah, grant me the facilitation to worship you at night. And you are rewarded for that intention. And keep asking. And keep trying to take the means to sleep a little earlier. To take the means to be able to get up. And this is, and these verses contain numerous lessons. We cannot do justice to all the lessons, but we'll look at a few. We'll look at a few. In some of the narrations of this hadith, it is mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ used to recite these verses while looking towards the sky at night. While looking towards the sky at night. <laughs> Reflecting as he recited these verses upon the reality of the createdness of the heavens and the earth. And reflecting on all the points of re reflection, all the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're in. All the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're in. And that's just one example of the active recitation of the Qur'an of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
There are numerous signs for those who reflect, for those of insight. الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقْعُودًا وَعَلَىٰ جُنُوبِهِمْ Those who remember Allah standing and sitting and on their sides. Those who remember Allah standing and sitting and on their sides. How do we nurture reflection of, upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by striving to be in, in states of remembering Allah in all our states, whether you're walking about, whether you're sitting down, whether you're lying down, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is remembrance that moves one to reflect. Just as it is reflection that brings life to one's Remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you're walking, when you're driving, in, in your day-to-day, keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah. Say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah. It is not so difficult. It's not so difficult. And sometimes there's certain things that you need to cut out because you don't really need them. We want to be busy with something. And many of the things we keep ourselves busy with, you're commuting to work. So you put on the radio. What's it going to tell you during the commute? That there's traffic. So did you really need to spend half an hour finding out that, guess what, there's traffic on the 401. Oh, subhanAllah, what a surprise. At, you know, in, in the morning commute. You knew it already. So why are you listening to it? You look outside, and it looks cold. Winter's coming. Every day of the winter will be either actually cold, or it could get cold. You, you take your jacket and scarf, whatever. Do you really need to spend 15 minutes finding out what's the weather in Sudbury when you're not going there because you're going to be between Brampton and Mississauga? You don't. So get rid of those silly things. It's midsummer. there's no clouds, it's not going to rain. It's not going to be that cold. So what are you doing finding out about the weather? Does it really matter whether it's 21 degrees or 26 degrees? No. So get rid of some of these, you know, we have these inclinations to distraction, to be heedless. We want to do something. Right? The thing to be busy with is remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you're walking, what should you be doing? Remember Allah. You only leave it if you need to. Just driving up to 410, and you know you have to get to the Bovered exit. So until you do, just make the of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you have an upgraded, you upgraded your, your phone, but not your glasses. So you need to squint. Oh, that is Bovered. Okay. So you might pause there just to, but even when you're thinking of other things, just get used to remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who remember Allah standing and sitting and on their sides. Because if you busy yourself with remembrance, then it's, it's inevitable that you'll start thinking of what it means. That subhanAllah, glory be to Allah, alhamdulillah, that all praise is Allah's. All praise is Allah's. SubhanAllah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah. That there is no 
creator but Allah. There's none worthy of worship but Allah. There's none who is absolutely free of need of any other, whom all are in absolute need of except Allah. That's what la ilaha illallah means. There's no creator but Allah. There's none worthy of worship but Allah. There is none free of need of any other whom all are in absolute need of except Allah. Wallahu Akbar. And Allah is the absolutely great. And this is not a comparative. Right? We normally translated Allah is that Allah is greater. But greater than what? It is, it is a comparative that Allah is greater. But not in the relative sense. Right? So you have two people who say, Zubair is older. That's not what it means. And if you, put, if you think of anything great, is there a comparison between its perceived greatness and the greatness of Allah? None. Right? This is a comparison, but Allah is the absolutely great. There is none great but Him. Because is there a point of comparison? Say, so, well, my boss is great, good guy, but Allah is greater. No, that's a type of shirk. Uh, Allah is the absolutely great. There's none great but Allah. These are, and the Prophet referred to these as the baqiyat al salihat, which are referred to in the Quran. They're to say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. And keep yourself busy with these. Why? Because it is this that is the quality of those who reflect on the createdness of the heavens and the earth and the, all, and the change that takes place in night and day. Everything changes or is given to change. Therefore, it, it requires a creator. And that creator is none but our Lord. And these are signs. And what do they declare? What do they, what do they declare? Right? Such people, because they remember Allah, they reflect. They remember Allah standing, sitting on, on, and on their sides, and they reflect on the creativeness of the heavens and the earth. And they affirm, رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا O Lord, you have not created these without purpose. O Lord, you have not created these without purpose. Subhanaka. Glory be to you. Glory be to you. So shield us from the punishment of the fire. Why? Because you realize the one who's sustaining all of this, all of this, and that is nothing in comparison to the glory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you just think, we think this world, you know, the universe is so big. In comparison, there's no point of comparison between this created universe and the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power is related not only to what He has created, but to every possibility related to everything possible. And what comes into existence is only an, 
an unimaginably tiny speck in all that is possible for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you just imagine yourself, you could have, at this moment, you could have different attributes. You could be bigger, taller, smaller. You could be somewhere else. You could be in a different time. You could have different relationships. Just think of all the possibilities that relate to you in one moment. All are within the will and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then if you consider everything that exists at every moment, and all the possibilities that relate to it, all that is within the will and power of Allah. And everything that never, never did, nor never will come into existence, all of that, and all the possibilities that relate to that, are within the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you think the world is big, if the universe is big, what about its creator, Allahu Akbar? It is, the, the whole world is like a speck, or not even a speck, if you consider the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanaka, glory be to you. But then you realize that Lord has granted us guidance, made us responsible, shown us the way to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ So shield us from the punishment of the fire. So shield us from the punishment of the fire. How? By granting us the facilitation to pursue the way of guidance. And then the believer turns in dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if you consider who Allah is, but then you consider that Allah has chosen to deal with us on the basis of mercy. Allah has chosen to deal with us on the basis of mercy. He didn't have to. Right? We could be like fireworks. We just come into existence, burn away, and that's it. We're gone. Could you complain? No. We could be like firewood. We grow and just get thrown in the fire. Could the firewood complain that why am I being burnt? No. You belong to Allah. But He has chosen to deal with us on the basis of mercy. That's why we affirm that he is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Why? So seek his mercy. Seek his mercy. Rabbana, innaka man nara faqad akhzaytahu. O Lord, anyone whom you cause to enter the fire, you have allowed to be disgraced. وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارِ And the wrongdoers shall not have any helpers. There's none to help them. But it is that wrongdoing, wronging others, or wronging yourself, that leads to the fire. And the verses continue. رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِيًا يُنَادِي لِلْإِيمَانِ O Lord, we have truly heard a caller calling to faith. And آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ That believe in your Lord in your sustainer, in the one who takes care of you. بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا So we have believed. رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا O Lord, so forgive for us our sins. وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا 
and expiate for us all our errors. And cause us to die amongst your most virtuous servants, the people of Bir, and the people of righteousness, virtue, and all good. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا مَا وَعَدْتَنَا عَلَىٰ رُسُلِكَ O Lord, grant us what you have promised through your prophets, through your messengers. وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ And do not cause us to be shamed on the day of resurrection. إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الْمِعَادِ For truly, you do not fail in your promise. And the, the verses continue. Right? The verses continue. That, فَاسْتَجَابَ لَهُمْ رَبُّهُمْ So their Lord responds to them, responds to these servants who turn to them. أَنِّي لَا أُضِيعُ عَمَلَ عَامِلٍ مِنْكُمْ مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى That I, their Lord responds to them, I will never deny any of you, whether male or female, the reward of your deeds. Both of you are equal in reward. فَالَّذِينَ هَاجَرُوا وَأُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأُوذُوا فِي سَبِيلِ وَقَاتَلُوا وَقُتِلُوا لَأُكَفِّرَنَّ عَنْهُمْ سَيِّئَاتِهِمْ وَلَأُدْخِلَنَّهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ And Allah subhanahu describes, and those who migrated or expelled from their homes, or were persecuted for my sake, and those who strived and were martyred, I shall surely forgive their sins and admit them into my gardens. As a reward from Allah. Wallahu indahu and with Allah is the finest of reward. And the verses continue. And they close with the divine command. And many have said that this is of the most comprehensive single verses of the Qur'an in its guidance. Allah subhanahu every, every letter of the Qur'an contains guidance if one reflects on it. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who believe, إِسْبِرُوا وَصَابِرُوا وَرَابِطُوا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ O you who believe, be steadfastly patient. إِسْبِرُوا وَصَابِرُوا And outdo others in their steadfastness. Because people sacrifice and struggle and hold themselves to all kinds of things to attain what they are seeking in life, even though what they are seeking is fleeting and perishing. So if you believe in the everlasting, in the only reality that is absolutely worthy, then should you not have more steadfastness, more patience, more resolve in seeking Allah? than any has in seeking whatever else that they seek. If you go to work early in the morning, you pass by these, these gyms. Or if you go for walks late at night. Sometimes I go for a walk like at 1, 1 a.m. And there's people 
in this 24-hour fitness gym. And like one at night. And you pass by it like Fajr time and there's people in the gym. Okay. Why? Because they have some worldly goal that they're aspiring to, their health, which will, you know, you feel like telling them, by the way, in 40 years, you won't be able to do that. Yeah, so in 60 years, you'll be dead. So what about what comes after? Be, be steadfast, be patient, because what you're seeking is worth it. It is eternal. Wasabiru, outdo others in their steadfastness. Warabitu, and fortify yourselves. Well, fortify yourselves. Take the means of strength, individual and collective. And the Prophet ﷺ said, for example, وَانْتِظَارُ الصَّلَاةِ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ Waiting from one prayer to the next. فَذَلِكُمُ الرِّبَاطِ فَذَلِكُمُ الرِّبَاطِ That is your fortification. That is your fortification. Take the means in life, individual and collective, to strengthen your iman, to strengthen your Islam, to strengthen your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala individually and collectively. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Oh, you believe. إِسْبِرُوا Be steadfastly patient. وَصَابِرُوا And out to others in their steadfastness. وَرَابِطُوا And fortify yourselves. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ And be mindful of Allah. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So that you may be truly successful. These were the last ten verses of Surah Ali Imran. It was... A sunnah of our beloved messenger وسلم, that he would recite these verses when he got up at night for his night worship. We should all strive to have some portion of night worship. But even if you haven't gotten to that yet, or you're only able to do it once in a while, you can recite these verses when you get up for fajr. And even if they say, if you don't get up, if you fail someday to get up for fajr, recite them whenever you get up. And connect to this benefit. Connect to this benefit. Reflect on these. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala illuminate our hearts through reflection and remembrance so that we can see things as they are and have that urgency and concern to, to uphold good and to promote good in our lives and in our families and in our communities and in the wider society. Because the beginning of all good is living faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to realize us in these realities. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala Sayyidina wa Nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we take heed from the reminders that were given from, from the Qur'an, that we be of those who are moved by the Qur'an, who have points of connection with the Qur'an in our days and nights, who take advantage of the reality that each of us recites if we pray our five prayers. We are reciting at least 150 to 200 verses of the Qur'an a day just in our prayer. And you can do the maths. But do we reflect on them? Do we reflect on them? That even if you don't open the Mus'haf, you are reciting the Qur'an daily. But do you give it 
it's due. Reflect on it. It is remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It contains opportunities to reflect and to bring the light of faith into your life and into your existence and to transform you and to bring light to all that is around you as the Prophet asked for in that beautiful dua of, of Noor that we recited. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that light. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina wa Nabiina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasliman kathira. Allahumma khfir al-Muslimina wal-Muslimat wal-Mu'minina wal-Mu'minat al-Ahyai minhum wal-Amwat. Rabbana innaka kharibun sami'u mujibu da'wati ya arhamar rahmin. اللهم ارحمنا وارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم حقق لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كل خير وادفع عنهم كل شر ولا تجعل فتنتهم في الدين يا أرحم الراحمين وانصرنا وإياهم على أعدائنا ظاهرا وباطنا يا نعم المعين اللهم يسر أمورنا وأمور المسلمين وردنا وإياهم إليك وإلى نور هدي نبيك المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم ردا جميلا ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما وصلي وسلم وبارك على إمام المتقين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى أله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة And as we are standing for the prayer Please do keep in mind there is a janazah Immediately after the prayer um, and it's downstairs in the basement. There's tremendous reward in praying the Salat al-Janazah. It is a communal obligation. So please, um, even if you're not able to go down to the Janazah, give us, give, give us a, a minute or two so that, that all those who are able to go downstairs are able to, to make it down. Just wait till you do your Sunnah. But join us. The, the Fard Kifaya, the collective obligation, has greater reward than the Sunnah. And then do your Sunnah and Dhikr. After that, Allah Ta'ala Fikum. Thank you for listening to this Seekers Hub podcast. Our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate.